When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Heard at Sports presents the Damon Benning Show with Robbie Lula. First year uh, at South Carolina, I had our, our GA graduate assistant was doing the playbook and we had to pull him out of the office to play quarterback. So uh, nothing new. Uh, you know, whenever you start adventures and you come into a new program, and you start to build it. Uh, it's not always easy and you got to be creative in how you attack, you know, daily challenges. So we don't really look at it as challenges as much as opportunities to uh, to improve and get better. Yeah. Wrapping up the show here on a Wednesday. I want to tell you real quick about our friends at Rockbrook Camera. They are not just about selling you a camera. They're about helping you become a real photographer, whatever that means for you, whether you're recording and sharing your life or trying to be a professional photographer. Rockbrook Camera has you covered. They've got the latest and greatest technology, and they'll support you after the sale. They've got monthly classes and can teach you some of the basics if you need to get started. You can trade in your old gear, help you upgrade on that one, or if you're just trying things out, you can go through their extensive rental department as well. Make sure you check out rockbrookcamera.com or visit them in Omaha at 168th and Center or in Lincoln at 70th and Pioneer. Joining us now is our friend Avery Howard of Herd at Sports. Avery, long time no talk. How are you? Such a long time. Good morning, guys. <laughs> it's been almost a full 24 hours. I don't know how you've handled it. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot going on, obviously. Uh, we covered a lot of Nebraska stuff yesterday, uh, but I'll probably hop in there for you. As we heard Coach Satterfield and Coach White talk yesterday, one of the things that really stuck out to me, and I asked Brian about this a little bit, was Coach White's comments kind of seeming like he didn't think he'd been aggressive enough. We've seen two games straight without sacks for the Nebraska defense. Are you expecting to see kind of a dramatic shift with that? Is it more just about having Ken Blenhart back? How did you kind of process some of those comments? Yeah, I did think it was interesting as well. I think also sometimes, I think we've discussed this before, that you know coaches are going to go up there and say, hey, that's on me. And I can understand at, at some point if they didn't think they were coaching hard enough or being aggressive enough and some of that mindset was trickling down for you know I know they've all week been saying you know they were playing not to lose but if they're going up there and saying you know we're aggressive enough maybe subconsciously 
they were trying to play it safe in areas, even if they, you know, of course they would never admit, you know, we didn't want to go out and win, but I think they wanted to make sure their guys were comfortable against what Michigan was throwing at them. But nonetheless, I think um, what we saw from this Nebraska defense the first few weeks to what we've seen the last two weeks have been quite different. And maybe I don't, I don't want to say this team feels complacent by any means, especially on the defensive side, but maybe just because the performance had been so fluid, maybe it was starting to maybe feel like, okay, we've got a rhythm, we've got this figured out. Um, and I think you have a team like Michigan that comes in and challenges that to prove again, oh, no, no, we've, got, we've definitely got things to work on. And even though Coach Rule has said that, it's not perfect. We've got tons of things to work on. Unfortunately, it takes the number two team in the nation to come in and, and maybe do a wake-up call. Yeah, Avery, we talked about this earlier in the show, but Matt Rule putting a lot of eggs in one basket and saying, hey, you'll find out about this team, you'll find out about me come Friday. What do you think that needs to be? Um, well, I think it needs to be a dominant performance is what it has to be, quite frankly. I think we, I mean, Robbie and I talked to an Illinois writer yesterday, and he said on their side of things, because they've lost such a big game against Purdue, they're having a lot of, I guess what you would call in my household, coming to Jesus conversations. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm curious how that looks for both teams, because if Illinois is having those, um, and we don't necessarily know what, what their press conference is and just what their practices look like, but on Nebraska's end, everyone seems a little bit fired up. Everyone seems pretty disappointed, but um, pretty angry in terms of like how it's time to turn things around. And um, I, I, I really do think that if, I think actually when you guys talked to Brian Christopherson earlier, he talked about, you know, coaches in, he uh, said earlier this week, he's like, you know, you've seen the nice coach rule, you've seen the rule that will walk through the process with the guys, but, you know, it's time for me to kind of get on them and who cares too much about this team. And I also think that still has to do with the process. Like how many times have we heard the coaching staff say standards again this week? Like there still is a process, but there's also a standard that, has to be upheld throughout this process. And I think this past season was one of those where it was like, it's just truly not good enough, even if we're learning and even if we're, like, you know, the messages from the head coaches. You know, even if we're getting this together, if we were trying to write this shit, those performances still aren't justifiable. So I think this weekend, like, I think the best way to put it is Tony White's words. You know, they have to play with their hair on fire and truly kind of play with a pissed-off attitude. Avery, I, I'm looking at the way – uh, this schedule kind of plays out and we've talked a lot about the opportunity in front of Nebraska over the next few games um, but do you think if let, you know let's take the optimistic view for one point let's say they go three and one or four and oh over the next four games do you think we're going to look back at this whole Sunday full padded practice thing as a major turning point in this season I would say so. If that's the case, if Nebraska goes 4-0 and in the next month, holy cow. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be incredible, I'm sure, for every, every Husker fan out there. Because um, what did we say yesterday? That there hasn't been a four-game winning streak in... This is 2016. Yeah, 2016, right. yeah. Yeah, so that'd be incredible. I would say, I mean, I think it, you have, sometimes you have to have practices like that. I mean, sometimes... Um, you know, it does, it's, it's a wake up. And even though we've discussed this so much that there's a process building, it's a day by day thing and trying to stay positive and keep the head up and trying to, you know, pay attention to small details along as the season goes. I mean, I don't, I, I, Coach Rule still wants to win today. I don't, I think sometimes that's kind of got lost. Like, you know, he is a day by day coach, Mm -hmm. but I think would be like, mistaken to for him to not say like we want to get victories where we should be getting them you know from in his words um right now in this season so if they went four and oh and you know the michigan game was the game that turned things around to 
I, I guess I, it makes me think too. Like last year, what do we what do we think the response was from Nebraska after getting beat uh, to an Ohio State or a Michigan or such teams? Do we, do we feel like it was this pissed off attitude, or it's kind of like, oh, that's just kind of how things go? So I think seeing the switch in attitude a little bit, I think fans would look back on potentially this Michigan game and a response as probably a turning point. I mean, I feel like the response from Saturday had to be different, right? I think if it was just the same old, same old, that would be super worrisome. And I think it would get fans angry, honestly, if they're looking at their head coach and seeing just the same things come out of his mouth rather than, okay, we're changing things. We're having a padded practice on Sunday that we don't ever do. I think this was a good turning point, regardless if it pays off or not. I think it's still a like you said, come to Jesus moment, Avery, of, hey, this is serious. And Matt Rule has said, I think this was in his interview with Damon Benning, this doesn't feel like year one for him at Nebraska. He feels like this program and the resources and the players are further along to where this can feel like more of a year two for him. I mean, we'll have to see how that ends up being, uh, obviously, at the end of the season. But uh, I just want your thoughts there on, on those comments and where this team is right now. No, I totally think you're on the right path there because, like I like I mentioned, like before what fans and people were seeing after big games and big losses and, you know, the fourth quarter losses, it was just the kind of the same old, same old. And, of course, you know, media and fans don't get an inside look at practice. But from an outside perspective, it was like, hey, nothing's still changing. We're not getting any answers as to because of that crushing loss and it felt like there wasn't as much fire and desire out there, what, what's going to change? Where I think that's dramatically switched at least in this week, you know, we've seen a response change. We've seen what the coaches have said. There's really been a flip switch. It's really gone from, I believe in these guys to, you know, we're going to get there. We're going to get there to, I believe in these guys so much that we're no longer accepting those kind of performances here in Nebraska. So I think the messaging one has definitely been something that you you hear it from all of them. They all say the same things. They clearly believe, it seems just that they all, they believe in what their head coaches and their individual coaches are telling them. They speak the same language. So, after a while, I think you, you buy into that. Um, but, yeah, I do agree with you. I think there would be a ton of anger if there didn't seem to be a, a flip in messaging. However, I, they still have to go out and do it on right, Friday right. to back up everything that's been spoken about this week. Avery, I, I wanted to ask you, because we talked about earlier um, kind of Heinrich Harburg's progression as a passer. Uh, Anna brought up that, you know, there seems like there's maybe some chemistry with Billy Kemp developing Seems like he does a pretty good job of finding Marcus Washington, although Marcus Washington needs to hold on to a couple more of those. And then it seemed like the chemistry with Thomas Fedoni kind of was there almost from the jump. Are you kind of encouraged of what, about what you've seen? I mean, listen, he's not Caleb Williams or anything, but you, are you encouraged <laughs> about his progression as a passer in three games as a starter? Yeah, I am. I think you, you get the, the first game jitters kind of – under your belt, you know, you're going to just go out and try and perform the best for your team. And then I think now that you've settled in a few games, it's like, okay, now we're really running an offense, and now I'm really in charge of this. And um, I do think outside of Heiner's performance in general, I think it was before Northern Illinois or – yeah, I think it was before Northern Illinois. Coach ruled that we have to get Thomas Fedoni and we have to get Billy Kemp more involved in the game. So I think that was also a push in the offense in general because that next game, the next two weeks, both of those players were involved more. So I think that was also a focus point. Um, but, I, yeah, I am. I think in general we know what he can do with his legs. We know he's a physical runner. And I think defenses now are assuming that's what he's going to do. So he does have to become multidimensional. So I think, you know, we discussed it yesterday, the yardage 
and the completions, he still had over, I think it was 150 yards passing against, I mean, he didn't create any offense, but he still found a way in some places against the number two team in the nation to make completions. So I think this will be a big game this weekend, assuming he's starting. We don't know yet, but it seems like Jeff Sims isn't still 100%. Um, this will be a big game to maybe find that confidence in his arm strength and just completion rate. That's Avery Howard of Herd at Sports. Avery, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. You'll be joining me here on the show, so we appreciate that for sure, and uh, we appreciate yeah, your time good. joining us every Wednesday as always. That's our friend Avery Howard. Anna, thank you so much for joining me here today. We had a great time. I feel like we got to know each other a oh, little yeah. bit better. Uh, you know, I, I still don't know about the mashed potatoes over French fries. I still don't know about the sweet potato pie. Listen, I, I, I'll bring one in. I'll have the wife make one. Uh, that's not a, a misogyny thing. She's a pastry chef. So um, I will have her make one and bring it into the office, and you can try it out. I was skeptical, too, um, but it, it, it's life-changing. And I don't know about Anna saying that I would have a Babe Ruth poster. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was off the air. I, I think she was just making fun of you because you're old, Shane. Which I was. Makes me feel better because I'm a lot older than her, too, but it's all right. We had a good time. Anna, thank you so much. Thanks so much.